Good afternoon and welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. I know, we're ready. Y'all are doing... I'm talking to you again. I'm just like those pansies out there. They're just talking to you. Uh, did, did they talk to you this morning? Yeah. No, I didn't walk by them this morning. Okay. But uh, people are, I see some people looking at the blue bonnets, so, yeah. uh, which are on sale this week. Which color of the blue bonnets? Well, uh, we, got, we got rid of all those blues. I think there's still some blues hidden in there. And I see some white tags, which are indication of the red or maroon uh, blue bonnets, of plants. And... Uh, the majority of them are the rare and unusual white, never before so whites. And uh, what we're recommending on the blue box. Look at that hey. guy. There you go. Is that one blooming? Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a man that knows what he wants. But uh, we're recommending that, uh, that people... <laughs> Hey. That people plant uh, 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 pansies, uh, any colored pansies, or those uh, Johnny Jump Ups. That, that purple Johnny Jump Up on that first table is just killing me. Uh, but uh, the uh, pansies, uh, anyway, plant them 10 inches apart. The blue bonnets and the pansies, each plant ten inches for the from a nearest plant, and uh, they the blue bonnets will uh, will go ahead and uh, establish their root system until March, which is not very long, and will bloom then, and the pansies will bloom all winter long, and uh, <laughs> the. Uh, Except for the one that that fella bought in his wagon, it's already blooming. The white one. Yeah, that one, his was already blooming, but the rest of them aren't. Oh, uh. Uh-uh. What should what should he do? Should he pinch that off or? Yes. I know he's not gonna. <laughs> but that's not what I'm, I'm asking. I've given up on that. Definitely. Okay, you don't even talk about it. <laughs> well, generally. On uh, strawberries, which were beautiful. Did you see those hanging baskets of strawberries? Over there? Tr- I didn't have to. I've got strawberries in my half whiskey barrels oh, that, are, that right. are setting fruit. And are you going to ask me if I'm going to pull those things off? <laughs> You're not going to pull the blooms and cut the blooms off? I um, am not planning on uh, pruning the fruiting parts off already. You could uh, you could use pansies, which are on sale. I know our listeners don't care if they're on sale or not. And the uh, red and uh, white blue bonnets are on sale too. Dollar eighty-eight for four and a half inch pot, and these plants are big. Uh, don't take any foliage off the blue bonnet plant. Just plant them as they are, and they'll uh, they'll take hold right right quick. And um, let's see the pansies. And don't worry about the pansies overcoming those poor blue bonnets <laughs> yeah, in March. They may look good at first, but uh, they're gonna come in second. And uh, you could use, you could also use uh, 
the sacraments uh, uh, if you had a place to put them. But are they on sale? Yes. Aha. Five for five for $25. I think we're the last place in town that has them because people were driving in from uh, oh my gosh, and Austin. <laughs> well, these and these still look wow. nice. Wow, yeah, no, they still do. And plenty of white. You managed yeah. to to round up some white. Good you know, one. you said that they were they were rare or this they season. They were harder to get, but there was yeah. a cancellation, and they they remembered I wanted them. Well, oh, good. <laughs> but I had a guy yesterday buy four hundred red. Oh my gosh! Wow. Well, that makes you uh, your gamble worthwhile. Uh, <laughs> uh, I wonder, you know, there's another, there's a plant over here with the red flower, 29-cent plant. There. Uh, that's unbelievable. <laughs> 29 cents, four for one dollar. I'm enjoying mine. That's and the dianthus. It's dianthus. It's uh, the first time I've seen it. Oh, she got some. And it's a large. At that price, you can't go wrong. No. Yeah. Large flowering dianthus. Uh, some of them have blooms on them, but uh if if they if they just got buds, they'll bloom later on, and we don't we want people to try them with the deer. I don't know about deer, but you probably need to spray them with uh, liquid fence. What's that other one that I, you got? I must garden. I must garden. Right. We also do bobex. <laughs> when it comes to deer repellents, uh, you really should change the scent. Uh, you know, after a few few times of one, and then change it so that they don't wow. get used to it. Oh, that's it. That's why I must garden even has two cents in uh, in their line for deer. Doesn't it? Okay, and of course, uh, beautiful pansies on sale too for ninety eight cents for four inch. There was a couple minor in bloom. Couple minor changes we did the, this morning. Oh, uh, liveries and garland. We did them at fifty percent off. Whoa! Oh, wow. And here's a big one. Yeah. Poinsettias. 50% oh. off. Oh, my All goodness. Right. How much uh, off? 50. Wow. We did that this morning? We did that this morning, and there's a reason, because we, we just ordered houseplants. Oh. So we, we need the poinsettias to go before the houseplants show up. So what does that make them? There's two different sizes. Oh, there's more than that. They start at oh, okay. they start at five ninety nine, and I think the most expensive one we have is thirty nine ninety nine. Okay. Um, but they're all half of that. Yeah. So three dollars for a good size. Uh, yeah. All the way to what is that? Eight. Yeah. Thank you, Calvin. So, so that thirty nine ninety nine. That's almost that thirty nine ninety nine <laughs> size is what I always get my mother. So if you want, okay. If you want the poinsettia, the biggest for the best price, it's that one. Okay. And they're half price. Not in the hanging basket? They're bigger than the hanging basket? Oh, yes. It's Peterson 10-inch. Oh, man. All right. They, they make every other grower uh, pale <laughs> in comparison. Yeah. So the 10-inch are how much? 10-inch are $39.99. So they're $15. Okay. $20. So yeah, I can't do math. The recorded ad may not say that, so you'll have to kind of, we'll, we'll, we'll catch you up on all that. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm riding it on my shoes. Okay. Thank you, Calvin. I can't do math in my head. <laughs> or I shouldn't do math in my head, I guess. Yeah. Now, I saw some uh, people checking out uh, in, the, in the checkout room. <laughs> uh, they were blind, buying some Christmas cactus. Yep, those are 20% off. And mm-hmm. they, were, they were smart because they got uh, ones with open buds. I mean, not open buds, but buds that are getting ready to open. Oh, okay. Christmas cactus is one of those things we actually sell year-round. 
Is that if we ha- if we have it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, what, the next name for it's Easter cactus. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> Easter's right around the corner. And Neil Sperry's trying to quote uh, the uh, Thanksgiving cactus. Yeah. Sure. I'll, <laughs> he, uh, I'll call it anything you want. Okay. Okay, I gotta. And there was a spoiler alert too. They talked about your strawberries. Remember last oh, week? You yeah. said they might be getting coming well, in. Got the hanging baskets. Yeah, they're beautiful, full of blooms. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> they're over there by the should walk-in. You, should, should you leave the blooms or should you pinch them off? <laughs> no, I, I figured I better not do that. But they're full of blooms. Well, I don't think anybody's going to pinch them off. Uh, I know it. Hey, how are we doing on living Christmas trees? The container. Uh, we got a handful of okay. uh, uh, pine type stuff. Uh, there's a good chunk of the topiary rosemary left. Oh, very cool. And then we do have some other things that don't qualify for the sale that could be used as a living Christmas tree. So I did find one cedar deodora. Did you find that out there? Uh, it was in the back when I was doing inventory. I said, ah, move that up front. Oh, all right. And um, then there's uh, some Arizona cypress that are. Is that, is that some Arizona cypress along here? Or yes. Yeah. And then we got they're, spiral they're, they're juniper. They're very nice. These are yeah. natural shaped like a Christmas tree conical. And, uh, and of course, this is a. This is a plant that fits into a xeriscape or, and fits mm. into our landscapes. Oh, yeah. I've never heard of them having a problem with uh, our soil or our... Oh, no. Very crop. durable. Same thing with that cedar deodora. You know, I'm, I'm actually shocked that that's still here. Maybe I'll move it closer to the front. Yeah, because that, that, that's, yeah, that's a nice yeah. uh, classic plant. I noticed you moved the Christmas cactus up front. We, right. we did, but we'll have to put them in tonight. It's supposed to be cold tonight? Uh, last I saw was 37. Oh, my goodness. I'm sure Milton, Milton can look. Yeah, okay. I'll look. Hold on. I figured the rain wouldn't be a problem, but the, the cold might well, be. Well, yeah, it wasn't yeah. that cold last night, was it? No, we had them out no. last night. We, we put them out yesterday. Yeah. Well, the strange thing was that first what? freeze was tough on my limes and lemons, <laughs> even though I covered them. Yeah. And, uh, but since then... A lot of stuff has hardened off. Yeah, they've hardened they've off. They've gotten used to your yeah. abuse. Yeah, and they went through this last same temperature. Uh, yeah. The, the bird bass froze and everything, but uh, <laughs> as far as I can tell, there was no damage. I didn't cover them the second time. Yeah, tonight uh, clear and uh, 39. Yeah, that's that, bad. That's a little cold for Christmas guys, so we'll, okay. put, we'll put them in tonight. All right, and tomorrow high. It's, uh, it's clear and uh, 70 degrees tomorrow. Day, they'll, they'll come back out tomorrow. Good. <laughs> I've got a, a in, the, in the interest of fairness, in the interest of fairness. <laughs> oh, dear. I, I don't like the way that's <laughs> going. I don't like the way it's going either. I got an email uh, uh, yesterday, I guess it was. No, uh, Friday. It says, Dr. Parsons, I thought you and Trace... And Milton and Calvin, of course. Mm. Might like to see the burnt orange amaryllis blooms. Yes, I'm a tea sipper, but my daughter graduated from A&M. We won't hold that against you. (laughs) Mine did, too. And he got got the bubs from uh, Millburgers. Oh, good. So one bub has five big flowers. Wow. And the other might get six. I hope you have a Merry Christmas. Oh, this guy from Austin, no wonder. And he said, sent me. Drove all the way here from Austin for <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. thank you. What's his first yeah. name? 
uh, Ken. Thank you, Ken. Yes, thank you. And he sent a picture. Bum, 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 I think that's, bum, bum, bum. that's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> now, what, is he claiming that's orange? Hey, well, it could be my printer. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, those, that is a pretty. So what the, did he put it in? I'm trying to see because we're always yellow. It's just a little glass. Yeah, he's. Uh, see, it's just a little glass. Yep. It's got to be a big glass to fit those emeralds bulbs in it. Like yeah, that, right? that's true. And uh, that's he, he doesn't even have mark marbles in the bottom. And he's growing it right by his sink so he can see it from the kitchen table. And the good news is, for those other two people that might be interested. Uh, it's kind of a big school, so it's <laughs> possible there are a few people listening. That I checked, of course, the Amaryllis on, on sale for six eighty-eight, dollars uh, And I checked, and I've got they've got some left. Good. Yep. It's yep. number four, Orange Sovereign. Yes. Is that the name of it? That's it. <laughs> but we, we have to put numbers on them because if oh. the little tag falls off with the picture, oh, we, yeah. we got to know which one it is. <laughs> so we, we, give them, we assign them all numbers, and we put it in markers so that we, in case somebody well, mixes I, them up or takes It's good to hear that you the, it's best if you, if you assign the orange a real low number. Yeah. Because I was uh, say the that. UT <laughs> graduates won't be able to remember any That's high true. Number. That's true. What is the maroon or is there or the red? Oh, uh, there's several like reds. Seven or eight. There's oh, two different okay. varieties of red. The they have this so one. So in the top ten, if in this the were football, we'd be doing better. Yes. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> we would. Okay. But anyway, they look good. The bubs look good, and they uh, uh, they can be planted now and and probably bloom by. I don't know. This guy's bloomed pretty quick. Well, the ones that haven't he sprouted, if they plant now, will be around Valentine's. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the, the ones that have sprouted, it'll be probably a few weeks from now. So uh, for those two or three people in town that may be interested in that, yeah. we've got an orange amaryllis. All right. Well, now, what for am sale. I, <laughs> what am I smelling that's so pleasant? Oh. Is that uh, the trace just walked the odors? No. <laughs> <laughs> The white cyclamen. What do you, do you smell will, it? Is will, it uh, no. will you keep sniffing because we're going to talk to Sylvia. Will you join us, Trace? Sure. Okay. Sylvia's called us at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hi, Sylvia. Like Hi. How you all doing? Good. Uh, I have, yes, a, I have a blue plumbago. It's in the ground. I guess it's been there um, about six months or so. Can I move it now if I want to move it to one place to another place? Or do I have to wait, um, let's say, March, April, or, or May? Or No. I, I would wait till wait. February, maybe. February. Oh, okay. How, how long has it been there? Uh, I, I guess about five or six months. The only thing is I have two. One is doing better than that one. I was going to move it where the other one is. So um, my this, my this answer one. would would be to they're inexpensive okay so legitimately you know, it's 699 for a one gallon at regular mm-hmm. price sometimes they run on sale when we have them but yeah. if, you, if you were to look for them in say march or, or early april uh-huh. uh, you could buy a whole new plant and not and leave oh. the one where it's at and buy a whole okay. new one for that other area and okay. and they and they transplant easy too so you're oh not, yeah you're not gambling oh, okay. a lot but if but if i 
still want to get one, but if I want to move that one, wait, wait until February, because all next week is supposed to be nice, you know, 60 and 70, so. Yeah. Right. Well, that's... Uh, it'd be okay. A, yeah. Would I be taking a chance? See, that's what I no, thought. Like, no, no, you know, no. You know, to move the, it. You know. The worst that would happen, I would think, is that you'd have some leaf drop and uh, just take a while for it to come back. Is it still blooming? Um, no, it's, it's not blooming. Right now, it's not blooming. The other one is blooming right now. You know, it's more well, green. Uh, are, they b- are they both blue? Uh, they're both blue, yes. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Well, that, uh, that other one will catch up next year. Okay. <laughs> so I thought maybe to move that one where the other one is, that's why, I, you, know, I, you know. There you go. How is this going to be a ritual? You go through Pop two or three times a year? Or? <laughs> But, uh, the, but it's going to be nice all next week. Uh, today is supposed to be nice, too, but I don't know yeah. when the sun's going to yeah. come out, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. trying to. It's well, pro- right. probably, the, probably the best way to do that is uh, dig it and let it uh, sun in the, with the bare roots showing for, uh, for a week or ten days. Okay. And then plant it. Oh, okay. And then, and then come into Millburgers uh, next spring and get you a new one. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I have one more quick question. I was trying to figure out what in the world he was talking about. I don't know if she she realizes he was joking. I know. He was joking. Don't do what he he said. I have one other one that looks like grass and it turns pink, you know, November, December. I want to do the same thing. I want to move that or do I need to wait on that one too? It looks like grass and the grass turns pink or it blooms pink? But, yeah, it blooms pink. I don't know the name of it, but it looks like grass. It's kind of tall. I've had that, I guess, in there for months. I want to do the same thing, too. I want to move it. Do I need to wait on that, too, or just leave it where it is? You know, or I, I want to move, I want they, move it to it a different spot. I'm pretty sure it's a pink muley grass. Right. Uh-huh. Pink, pink muley grass is my assumption. Right, yes. It's Can blooming? I move it now? Since it's going to be warm, it it was blooming. Well, well no, if it's it not is. blooming now, it's, it was blue, it blooms yeah. pink. If, okay. Yeah, if it blooms. It, it, if it's, it's still, muley it's grass, you can move it any time. Oh yeah. Any time. Oh, okay. Um, I still yeah, have the same it's still, answer. It's still, it's still, uh, uh, it's, it's still a, a little bit pink. It was more pink last month. It's still a little bit pink, you know. But okay. Okay. So it's right. Okay. All right then. I hope you all have a merry Christmas. Well, thank you, you too. Oh, that's sweet. You take okay. care. Okay. Bye bye. All right. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We got to take a quick break, and we'll come back in a moment. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, and I'll get you that full forecast, Sylvia, just right after this on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Burgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867. Take a second to talk to you about Spider-Man, termite, and pest control. We hope Warren will be able to call in. We know he's out and about today, uh, and wish uh, everybody a Merry Christmas. It's always fun to talk to him. 
but uh, if you've got problems out there that need a pest control and you need a pest control company to get rid of them, uh, you will not go wrong by choosing Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Uh, gosh, they've been doing it since 1976. Warren is, is who is Spider-Man, is uh, one of the experts in San Antonio that people, even other pest control companies go to. So you can go straight to the man. Uh, has lots of commercial businesses, lots of businesses that that whose livelihood depend on making sure that Warren does his job right, and they've kept him for years, so he must be doing something right. At Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, give him a call, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721, or check him out online, GoSpiderManPest.com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. And, yeah, as we mentioned, there's some exciting things on sale. Poinsettias now are half off, and people are gobbling them up. So, uh, what? Look right there. I tell them not to eat them. <laughs> that's a good And you point. tell me they're gobbling them up? They're, well, okay, maybe that's a poor choice of words. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's somebody getting one right now. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah. And uh, like we... we indicated last program last week that the, uh, these are just not uh, uh, run of the day uh, yeah. poinsettias these are let's see what they say about them they are florist quality mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah here we go unquestionably the most popular flowering plant that is more tradition Poinsettias are a must for holiday decorating and maybe most appreciated gift for your holiday host because they can decorate with them. Uh, they know they, on all of them, they say florist grade, whatever the florist grade is. And Trey said they had some, some 10 inches. For uh, worth thirty nine ninety nine, and now they're twenty. Is that the way I got that? Yeah, thing? that's a good deal. That's damn near as much as they pay for. Them. Oh, is that right? And um, so they're they're really and they're they're just the most spectacular <coughs> points that you will see. Then you're not going to get these in uh, this type of points that is, and. No, not the same quality, not like the big box stores. Right, no, the box stores, because this, these points that is, this grower does not sell to box, big box stores. Now, at that price, you're getting a big box price. Oh, yeah. Off, yeah. Yeah. But the bracts, the uh, colorful bracts, not flowers, but bracts, are are huge. Yeah, they're very large. And uh, as Calvin has said several times, that uh, that these poinsettias are more durable than the ones we've had in the past years. Unbelievable. <laughs> and Calvin, if you didn't see Calvin's article about watering poinsettias last week's paper, um, yeah, you could probably find find the the write up on the plantanswers.com. And uh, just uh, put into the first search box on the left. Uh, well, on the right. Wing. Oh, no, it's on the left. Uh, the search, first search engine and just type poinsettia in there. 
and uh, it'll pull up all Calvin's articles and any of my articles and uh, whatever. So uh, that'll be good. What were we talking about? Uh, fruit? Strawberries. Strawberries? I thought you said so. And we hope to. Uh, it's, we're reaching out and we want to visit with... Uh, with Kyle over there at Wild Birds Unlimited and find out what's going on over there, but also find out kind of what's happening in the world of nature right now uh, besides people fattening up their squirrels. <laughs> Hold that off just till the end, okay? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Calvin's got a good article in today. You can get it in today's paper, SA Life. And uh, Christmas gift books for gardeners. Uh, mm-hmm. guess which book he named the first time yeah. uh, first of the article right there at the first the big book of zinnias uh, <laughs> his his favorite author okay Niels Berry's what? Lone Star Gardening yay okay. Calvin <laughs> uh, and uh Kevin writes, my fellow Express News Gardener columnist book is a great basic text on Texas Gardener. Wow. It includes lots of lists to help a gardener choose appropriate plants for meeting the needs of every type of growing condition. That was very nice, Kevin. All right. Well, hang on to the rest. Of, <laughs> hang on to the rest of the list a moment, because we're going to take a little virtual trip over there to Wild Birds Unlimited. Oh no! Hebner and Northwest Military. Talk to Kyle and uh, find out what's going on in the world of nature. Find out uh, what they what people are buying too. I'm always interested in what people are getting for Christmas. So uh, we'll visit with Kyle. He's at Wild Birds Unlimited, Northwest Military, and Hebner. Hey there, Kyle. How are you? I am good, gentlemen. How are you all doing today? Good, good. It's a nice day. It's going to be a nice week. Yeah, yeah. It's been, uh, you know, the weather. I, my uh, cardinals were out enjoying the, the dampness this morning, so it's nice to see a little rain falling. And the, my my breeding uh, uh, pair of cardinals in the backyard were enjoying it. Oh, my goodness. Well, I, I saw something, uh, Kyle, that I haven't seen in a while. Uh, they're, they're probably quite common in, in a lot of... And area neighborhoods, but myrtle warblers, you know, yellow rump warblers, oh, at yeah. the feeder there, they're uh, at the suet. So uh, how uh, embarrassing talking about their wobbler rumps, their wobbly rump, wobbly <laughs> rumps. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's what they go by. The the the, the, pet, the pet name that we use is butter butterbutts. Really. Butter, butter what? Butter butts. Butter butt. I love it. I like that better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's what we call them just for fun. But yeah, that's oh. what we do on the suet, especially if the suet has uh, mealworms or anything like that uh, incorporated into the suet, that they really enjoy that. Yeah, and they're and the uh, now I want butter butts. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you'll recognize them if you get them there. Okay, the gotta go get me some suet. They're pretty, from, they're pretty distinctive. Kyle. Now there's another yeah. warbler, another warbler there, the orange crown warbler, but that's not nearly as distinctive. It's kind yeah, of a you're right. You kind of draw a conclusion what it is after you've eliminated everything else that you can identify. But, uh, yeah, but that those orange myrtles are there. Yeah. 
Yeah, that little orange crown is kind of hard to see unless the. Yeah, the, I think it, I've it, seen one, one in twenty years. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're interesting little birds, but they're they're hard are harder to see. Yeah. I bet he got that name from your Christmas tree uh, uh, recommendation, Milton. Keep their butts oh, clean that wasn't my and recommendation. red. Something like yeah. that. Kyle, what was it you were telling us that the, 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 there were some flocks of was it pine uh, siskins? Pine siskins. Oh yes, yeah. Are, are you still seeing those? How are our siskins? We doing? are. We are. In fact. Um, uh, a couple of us made a trip over to a customer's yard at Stone Oak uh, day before yesterday to set up one of the fountains that she bought, and we uh, were hauling it around to the to the back garden. And uh, she had her feeder set up in the back area, and there were three pine siskins on the feeder when we rolled around the backyard. So yeah, they're uh, and she didn't know what they were, so we got the Sibley guide out and helped her figure out what they were and. Yeah, a couple of my employees here have them uh, on their feeders. Uh, one fellow had a flock of about 80 in his yard uh, wow. sitting up in the trees. Goodness. So, yeah, they're unusual, they're, but every every few years we see them in groups like this because the, the conifer forests just don't, they don't produce uh, the seeds that they're looking for, so then they have to uh, travel a little bit to find food. So fortunately we're seeing quite a few of them this year. Getting caught up with Backyard Nature by talking to Kyle over at Wild Birds Unlimited Northwest Military and Hebner Road. Kyle, what else is uh, is happening uh, in terms of, because uh, it's now gotten, well, I say that, and then it's, it's San Antonio weather, so next week will be warm, cold, warm, cold, yeah. warm, cold. So, But what else is happening? Because uh, we wouldn't have known about the Siskins if you hadn't told us last month. Anything new coming uh, on besides the Butterbutts? <laughs> well, you know, I've got, I, I've got. This is the time of year. A lot of our customers start talking about those uh, purple martin houses. Oh so yeah, they, they, you know, purple martin landlords are starting to get their houses cleaned out and preparing for. Uh, you know, February is going to be here before you know it, and that's when the adults get here, usually uh, late February, early March, and so people are already starting to think about that. So we're uh, we've sold a few uh, martin house setups, and we've got a few more on the way. So. What a neat pre- what a neat Christmas present, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's really one of those is. ones that everybody will enjoy because I can remember we haven't gotten one. We probably need to, but I remember in New Orleans we had one, and uh, my mom it was the, they could see it from outside their bedroom window, yeah. and she would she would just stare at it all day, <laughs> and then yeah. she'd. And I, I didn't appreciate it when I was young. She would wake us up and look, they're teaching their young to fly. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it was, but, yeah, but she. It, <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, fun it to was watch. wonderful. And, you know, if you, if, you, if you leave your Martin house up the rest of the year, uh, as as uh, Dr. Parsons knows. There you go. I was getting ready <laughs> to say, you probably got some sparrows in that. Now. You, you you're just. Sparrows. Yeah. You're lucky. You're, ju- you're just encouraging him now. You don't have to encourage him. Are, there, are, they in, are the sparrows in there now? Uh, if, if you don't have your doors blocked up, they'll be there. Okay, so you can have Christmas sparrows. Oh, yeah, a- after Christmas, just clean those nests out, and they'll be on their way. It's a Christmas miracle. They'll come yeah, back, other, the sparrows. Other than that, you, know what, you know what else we're, selling, we're, we're seeing a lot of you go out the door is these uh Coral-resistant bird feeders. I mean, where everybody in San Antonio, in fact, Dr. Finch, you mentioned it in your article today, uh, we're all fighting the squirrel fight. Um, we try to feed them. Uh, you know, I set up my squirrel feeding station on one side of the yard, but uh, 
they always go back to the to the bird feeding station. So I've got my, <laughs> yeah, I've got my eliminator bird feeder set up out there. That's our squirrel resistant bird feeder, and it's got a it's got a weighted mechanism on the bottom where the birds sit. If the if the squirrel gets on there, it closes the feeding ports, and so the squirrels can't get to the food. So uh, yeah, Calvin, Calvin, ch- Calvin catches doves with that thing. Excellent. Oh, he just yeah. accidentally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 I hope it's accidental. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, Whoa, no, that adds to the pot. I think it closed. Did it close on them and with their head in there? <laughs> well, they're so, they're so aggressive. They do, were trying to get that quick grab of a, sun, a sunflower seeds. You know, they just didn't believe yeah. they were going to get it shut out. Have you got that uh, bulletproof uh, glass bird feeder <laughs> this year? Yeah. You know the my, the eliminator bird feeder that I'm talking about. We, we 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 provide a lifetime warranty on that feeder, but I do have to tell customers if you if you return it with a bullet hole, I warrant you. And I just tell them, you Come know, what, if, you're not, if you're not a better shot than that, I can't help you. <laughs> Kyle has thought of everything. I like this. All right, again, uh, you can reach Kyle over there at Wild Birds Unlimited at Northwest Military and Hebner Road. And, Calvin was asking the other day too, and I didn't. I honestly didn't know the answer. You you know how you had the, the uh, the all the little packages. Can you believe that, Jerry? Fifty dollars. Uh, are you still doing that, or is it too close? Yeah. Can you still get them out to people? Oh yeah. Tell us what they are. It, it, it's called uh, our 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 premise around that is share the joy. So it's just an easy way to share the joy of backyard bird feeding. It's a boxed set. I've got a couple of them that I'm doing. One is a woodpecker set. It's got a suet cylinder, a cylinder feeder. It's got a suet cage feeder and a block of suet. So it's a bunch of suet-type product that the woodpeckers are going to love. Of course, the other birds are going to love it, too. But it's specifically for folks who are interested in attracting woodpeckers to their backyard. And then, you know, interestingly enough, we still have hummingbirds here. Over at the uh, botanical gardens, they have... Uh, hummingbirds. They've got some uh, Rufus hummingbirds and some Allen's hummingbirds. And one of my employees here just uh, got an eBird verification a couple days ago that he has uh, Allen's hummingbirds, Rufus hummingbirds, and Broadtail hummingbirds in his backyard. So where, uh, where is he a, in town? He, he's in Stone Oak. Oh, okay. And wow. a, yeah, a couple, a couple of local verifiers went over to his yard uh, day before yesterday. <laughs> and verified that he's got these, which is unusual to have them this time of year, but we, we've got them. And so we've got a hummingbird kit as well. It's got a hummingbird feeder, a port brush, some hummingbird nectar, and everything you need to get ready for hummingbird season in the spring or put it out now and see if you get some migrants. Yeah. Yeah, this is... Hey, hey uh, I get this uh, email from from you folks. Is uh, mm-hmm. do they... Do people sign up for that in your store, or how do they get on that list to get a yeah, ev- email? Yeah, everybody who, co- yeah, everybody, everybody who comes in the store, uh, uh, we, we get their email and send out notifications, newsletters, interesting you know, things about birds and backyard bird feeding. But they can always go to our website and uh, sign up there. They can register there uh, okay. uh, on, on our uh, store site, and we'll be happy to send you the info you need just go to wbu.com forward slash san antonio there you go very cool the last one i got 
had a video of uh, a real pretty video of birds with birds. In oh, it. neat. Now, yeah. there's, yeah. Uh, there, uh, I've got one more question. There was an old guy that used to work there. Uh, Phil? No, he, yeah. he died a long time I can't. Ago. Uh, Tom? He died a couple Is he of still months. around, Kyle, any place? Was, are you talking about uh, Phil? Phil Sweet? Uh, yeah. <laughs> something. I think his name was something like that. It sounds, that, sounds yeah. like that, well, yeah. Well, well hang, hang, hang on a minute. Oh, my goodness. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You're in trouble now. Do- Dr. Finch, I've got somebody here who wants to say howdy. <laughs> Dr. Finch, it's nice. Hey, Blair. Hey. He's alive. I miss you at coffee. Uh, what are you doing? How are you doing? Doing well? I'm doing wonderful. You should come by That's the good. store. We'd I'm love sorry? to have you. We would even give you some special feeders that uh, you haven't heard of. <laughs> oh, really? my goodness. Wow. I'll probably have to come by and check them out. So, Bill, this is despite all the wonderful things and that Calvin has said about you when we talk to Kyle and your name comes up. Have you heard those things, or does it get back to you? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They just pick on you ruthlessly. Kyle doesn't, but Calvin does. But I think it's he's, he says it's with love. All right. Well, good to hear from you. Yeah, it's always great to hear from you, Bill. Keep us informed. It's great to hear about the bird situation. All right. Well, Bill, you close out the uh, close it out now. If uh, you're at Northwest Military and he, oh hey, wait, Bill. Northwest Military and Hebner. And yeah. If you come by here on certain days. You can see uh, old man carry out sea. <laughs> All right. That's exciting. <laughs> and uh, what's the phone number? Easy to remember. We're at, uh, it's uh, 210-479-2473. That's 210-479-BIRD. All righty. Thanks, guys. His mind is well, still thanks. sharp. Yeah. Pretty sharp. It, it, we'll it, see it, you guys then. Keep up it, the good work. It, it, yeah, thanks, guys. Thank thanks, you. Kyle. Thanks, Bill. Thank you, gentlemen. Merry Christmas to all of you. Merry yeah. Christmas yeah. to you. Yeah. To you. We'll take a quick break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Call us with your questions at 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Christmas time. This Christmas time. And you so far from me. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. Trace is over there. We'll probably come visit us in just a little while again. But we want to encourage you to call in with your questions at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. i got to send you a picture of the... Uh, of my broccoli. It's, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, you're going to be able to harvest it by uh, I don't know, where should Christmas? I, if, if my broccoli had, if I had bought it then and it hadn't gotten, hadn't had to try to regrow, where would it yeah. be now? Would I have broccoli already? Yes. Oh. We told you. got you, broccoli? Oh. We told you to pull that broken piece of What do you mean? Plant we, up. We, we didn't. He, he told us. Yeah, he said. <laughs> and replant from one of these beautiful broccoli plants out here yeah. in Hamburg. Which they still have. Broccoli, cabbage, 
Uh, well, it looks good. Th- thank God they don't have collards. Actually, yeah. our Brussels sprouts. Uh, oh, no Brussels sprouts? I wanted no to get, way in hell. I wanted to get some Brussels sprouts. Well, they yeah. still got their uh, uh, celery. Okay. Celery looking good out there. Yeah, celery's kind of fun. Yeah. I grew celery, but I wanted to grow Brussels sprouts. I wonder if he's going to get any more in. No. Or is a Brussels sprout they're season? Tough, they're tough. To, you, you Uh-oh, here comes Trace. I, yeah. This is kind of late for him. But on broccoli, quite often we'll plant it uh, oh, yeah. on February 1st. And the neat thing, about, oh, wow. the neat thing about broccoli, and I mentioned this before, is uh, these plants uh, that we have out here are fairly tall. Or tall. So you can plant the broccoli and uh, cabbage or whatever as deep as you want to, and it'll root along the stem. Hmm. So don't be worried about the broccoli plants are too big. And at this time of the year with this cool weather, you'll produce the best broccoli that you've ever seen in uh, 60, 70 days. What is that going to be, Valentine? <laughs> so I'll have to send you all a picture of my brother. Anyway, and it will not, it will not freeze if it hadn't formed a head yet. I wrote a column on uh, insect in the vegetable garden, insects uh, for the next week. <laughs> and uh, the, the ones that are that are, are kind of unusual in my garden uh, that I don't usually see are the cucumber beetles. It's much, you know, it's, it's yeah, the, like, you know, the peach growers got nuts over that. Uh, I was it last year or year before. Uh, they were thinking or wondering because there's cucumber beetles eat the blooms off the peaches. I mean, they eat the paddles. Uh, but I, I think they decided that uh, they didn't do that much harm. Huh. Well, that's the way we've always hard just, to kill. yeah, we've always said, well, they just just ignore them. But yeah, but even like it uh, looks like on on uh, turnips and yeah, some other things that they really put those little holes, shotgun holes. Oh no, yeah. Hey, we got Susan on the line. Trace, will you help us with this one? Sure. <laughs> 210-308-8867. Hi, Susan. How can we help you today? Welcome to Millburgers well, Gardening, South Texas. What's going thank on? Thank you. I have uh, two dwarf pampas grass that have been in the ground for four years. The first year they bloomed beautifully. The second year, not so much. So I fertilized them. Third year, nothing. And fourth year, nothing. They're in full sun and they're watered faithfully. What can I do to get them to bloom again? Are they growing foliage? Yeah. You said they're dwarf. They're dwarf? Plants? Yes. Yeah, it's hard to get, it's hard to get regular pampas. pampas grass anymore. Yeah. Most of dwarf. My assumption is you're taking too good a care of them. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah a, probably though. I'd so quit watering them so with, much. Yeah, with you, yeah, stress them a bit. Okay. You can't, kill, uh, you can't kill those stupid things. So I don't want to water them twice a week. No, no, good lord. Well, if you want them to bloom, you uh, don't. Water well when you water, and only water when you have to water. I, I'm not sure you could kill them by not watering them. Um, no. Oh, I'm sure somebody out there will so no, that, no, maybe don't one. listen to that. Yeah, I could do it. Are they in, so I'll show y'all. Are they in the pots or in the ground? They're in the ground. They're in the okay. ground. Um, How tall so, are they after four years? How active are they? 
How tall are they? Yeah, how tall are the oh, plants after four they're years? About one to about three feet tall, four feet. Well, maybe. four, four, four to six, right? That's a dwarf. <laughs> um, yeah. What was I gonna say? I was gonna say something. Not for, cut it uh, back. No, no. Well, yeah, but not now. <laughs> I did. I uh, cut oh, them back the, last some, fall. Some of the well, I would cut them back at the end of February. Uh, some yeah. of the nicest pampas grass I've seen is not on any kind of irrigation system. Right. So once a month, in the heat of the summer, once every two weeks. Uh, or not. It's going to be in lieu of temperature, so I think your finger is the best answer to that. Poke poke your finger in the in the dirt up to your middle knuckle. If it's cool or damp, it's probably good. But that assumes that you water well when you water. Most people don't do that. They water a little bit here, a little bit there. Water them really, really good. No, I, I've got and, a lot of other things in the backyard that I water faithfully in the summer as well. And, and of course, the pampas get the same water, but apparently it's too much. That, that's my guess. Yeah. The, the, the bloom is the seed, and for any plant to want to put out seed, it's got to think it's dying. How did you fertilize it? it? I put a uh, Miracle Grow on it, a spray. Hoofed it. Are we? Am I supposed to fertilize those? And I checked that. You probably don't need to. <laughs> I, I would do yeah, it after it cutting it back. Yeah, yeah and cut I would. it back at the end of February, early March, and feed it whatever you're using on your grass, as long as it's not a weed and feed. And uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I always got to throw that in there because somebody's going to do it. Yeah. I would well, just I, use a uh, lawn fertilizer. Yeah, nineteen five nine. Nineteen five nine. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Because I read somewhere on the source. internet, I read on the internet you're not supposed to fertilize them. So I'm, that's why I'm asking. It sounds like a dumb question, but okay. <laughs> no. Lawn fertilized and and not very much water. There you All go. Right. Well, water that's well with water and try to go distance. There you go. Water. Too. Okay. Thanks, Susan. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. Good luck. Bye bye. We're gonna go to Marty on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Marty. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Okay, how are you guys doing? Good, good. Is this uh, Rio Grande Gold, Marty? This, this is he. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Well, what's going on? you got a different problem today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Merry Christmas to you guys. Thanks. You Thank too, you. Marty. Uh, I have a question. Uh, is right now a good uh, time to, uh, to cut my Nandina down or to trim it? You, Nandina. Nandina. Uh, are you trying to promote new growth? Normally, Nandina is not hedged or squared like any of the other plants because it doesn't respond the same. Normally, like okay, when a, a stem gets taller than what you want, you actually go clip it at the ground All right. to try to get it to sprout back from down there. You say you okay. st- start with the lo- highest, tallest uh, stem, right. follow it all the way down to the ground, cut it off at the ground. Then you go okay. back and get the next tallest stem. Follow it okay. all the way down until okay. you're left with uh, the uh, stems that are about the height that you want them to be, or a little okay. bit lower because they're going to grow okay. tall. Okay. I have one other question. Uh, I have on my on my lemon tree. Uh, I have like looks like little white specks, and it looks like the tips of the um, lemon leaf. Looks like they got like little holes or or like they got little tears. Can you tell me what causes that? Say, describe it again. The white. Describe uh, uh, the, the white uh, spots. 
they look like like little white specks. Uh, oh, like they, oh, oh, the little scrape white off speck. with your fingernail. Uh, right, like underneath the leaf. Will they scrape and, off with your fingernail? Right. Yeah, they will. Are yes, any will. on the stems? Uh, none of the stems. They're primarily on the leaf. Well, I think we're thinking that they're scale, but yeah, I would scale. I'd expect to see some on the stems too. But. Yeah. Now, what uh, would be what would, what would cause the tips of the of the of the lemon tree to uh, they have like little tears or something like that? Is that through the wind or what causes it? That would be wind. Uh, you know, sometimes after a hail event, you'll see stuff like that. But I'd say wind with the, what we've had the last several weeks. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is what is that spray that thing that you guys always talk about um, that you can put on? I know that you put on uh, tomatoes. I forget what the name of it. Um, I for might blank on. For what? To put on for say for instance, it's got like scale. Okay, you you use a dormant oil. Yeah, dorm, oil. What is all that sun oil? Uh, it's actually mineral oil in the long run, but they call okay. it, they still call it dormant oil. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Still called dormant oil. Dormant oil. Okay. Yeah. Or horticultural oil. Yeah. Okay. Now, how, how, how many how many of those leaves have those specks? Oh, uh, not all of them. I mean, because there's, there's some like okay. when you like when new growth new growth comes out. Okay, they're fine. But as the, the the more mature leaves, they're the ones that yeah. have the speck. Yeah, that's so, it. That's so somebody scary. with OCD would go out there with their fingernail and just go leaf by leaf and scrape scrape them off and still <laughs> and still spray it with the the dormant oil. Yeah, the dormant oil. Okay, I'll, I'll be sure that, to do that. They're in the they're where the leaf attached to the stem. That's right. Where you can't get them out of there. But you can scrape the okay. others off if you're yeah. patient. Okay, I'll be sure and do that. Okay, well, no. thank you guys for the, for the info and and uh, Merry, Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Marty. To you guys, you guys are great. Okay, take care. Thanks, man. Bye bye. Thank you. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. But Trace, we're going to let you finish up the hour. We got about a minute. Uh, what else did we not? Did we mention everything? And we talked earlier. Oh no, no, mention the poinsettias because yeah. that guy just got two of the biggies. Fifty off on poinsettias. Fifty percent off. We've already ordered our house plants to refill the greenhouse, so the poinsettias are in the way. So they're, right. they got to go. Fifty percent off. And so that is that the thirty nine that he's got in the in the, the brown wrapper. That would be the thirty nine. Yeah. yeah. Wow. They're huge. Yeah, they are huge. It's this is the size I give my mother and my uh, my. Uh, he got a good deal. Wife. <laughs> I used to do my grandmother, but uh, oh, okay. That's, that's neither near here now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, guess what? Guess what I got. When I walked in, because I could orange amaryllis. <laughs> no, I, I hope Secret. I didn't mix those in with Secret. the reds. I did, uh, <laughs> just for you. Uh, I got some gift certificates. Oh, good! good. That's a good idea too. And it's very easy. It's super you simple. Did, you didn't charge me tax, Grace. I appreciate that. Oh well, you don't. The, the person redeeming them uh, pay that. All right, we're gonna. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in a moment. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. We uh, lots of folks here uh, doing some shopping. The sun is fighting to come out. Let me give you the uh, weather forecast for the week. Uh, 20% chance of showers today before 3 o'clock. Okay, so I was waiting for that. I think clearing or uh, clearing. 
After that, high today near 69. It's clearing now. Yeah, it's trying to. Uh, North-northwest winds 10 to 15 miles an hour with gusts as high as 20. Uh -uh. This is according to weather.gov. Clear tonight with a low around 39. Sunny tomorrow with a high near 70. Ooh, that's going to be nice. Yeah, it is going to be nice. We need to do do the uh, show in the sun. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night, mostly clear with a low around 40. Yeah, this week is beautiful. Uh, Mostly sunny Monday with a high near 71. Winds out of the southwest. Partly cloudy Monday night, low near 43. Sunny and warm on uh, Tuesday, high near 71. Uh, 54 for the low on Tuesday night. Yeah, so it's it's really going to be nice. And then, uh, uh oh, oh wait, no, let's see. Wednesday, partly sunny, high near 70. Uh oh, it starts to drop on Thursday. Sunny with a high near 58. And then Christmas Day, mostly sunny, high near 63. That's good enough. That's okay with you? I remember when we used to get our bikes for Christmas. Yeah? <laughs> Biggest present, the uh, best present I ever got was a bicycle. My brother and I got a bicycle. Uh-huh. And that's just like getting a car when you're a kid. You get freedom. And back in those days, we could ride all around town. Is that in Tennessee? Yeah, in Tennessee with no problem. All right. So we could ride all over town. See our friends, whatever. <laughs> Go to the library. Yeah, no. Oh, we what? We weren't worried about the library. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, speaking of getting gifts, uh, before when Trace went off the air. Yeah, and talk. We'll talk a little he, more gift certificate. Why it's a good idea. Oh uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Finish. <clears throat> finish he, what you were saying. Uh, he was talking about how much citrus they're selling. And they've got a great supply of citrus out here. And for some reason, people buy a lot of citrus for Christmas. Yeah, he says one of his most popular items. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's a evergreen plant. And some of the citrus we have out here is pretty cold hardy. Uh, if you get a lemon or a lime, you might want to consider, especially with the lime, See, you said your lime followed back even though you protected it, right? Yeah, and then I, this last time I didn't uh, give it any special protection and uh, seemed to go through the yeah. same, almost the same conditions, but certainly hardened off much more and uh, yeah. did well. I think I think part of that is that the, it's, it's kind of what makes the citrus helps make this a distinctive Kind of a climate area. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because we is. can, we can grow citrus w- even though we've got some cool weather. Yeah, and and this not extremely cold. Yeah, and whereas somebody from Minnesota or New York or <laughs> that couldn't really couldn't grow citrus. Yeah, I had a neighbor's uh, uh, my mother. My neighbor's mother came down from, I guess it's Minnesota or somewhere up there. And she said, <laughs> she was walking yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I spoke to her, and she said, yeah, we're glad to be here because it's got they got 18 to 20 inches of snow on the ground. Where oh, we wow. Live. So uh, there's, a, there's some benefits to living in Texas, uh, especially in the winter months. Is that an oofta snow? <laughs> oofta, yeah. Do you go oofta at 20 inches of snow, or is that just... <laughs> Uh, it's just snowing. Well, 
But anyway, a, a, uh, a Canadian would go to. Oh, okay. Oh, well, Scandinavian, I guess you're yeah, right. I mean, yeah. Finny, I've, been, I've been watching Fargo. I know they say Ufta. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I had a uh, reality check yesterday. Oh, your check finally came in? Yeah, okay. my check finally came in. You remember uh, last uh, weekend we were advertising for uh, Satsumas being sold down around Oh, yeah. Uh, by Ken, Kenneth Hoffman's daughter. Uh-oh. And uh, so I called to see how it went. Mm-hmm. And uh, it didn't go too well. But the, the, the callers that she had uh, said she did, they didn't know what a Satsuma was. What? <laughs> they didn't. So she said... <laughs> She said they wanted to drive down and get some, but they didn't know what a Satsuma was. Huh. And so she had to tell them it was a, a seedless tangerine, basically okay. a seedless tangerine. And so, so uh, but she said she, had, she was working with a guy that may have Satsumas for sale at another place. And if, if, they, if he does, if he takes them. We're going to advertise them on this show. All right. But anyway, that, you know, as much as we talked about Satsumas, maybe we don't say enough that that's what, what that are? is, a seed, you, seedless tangerine. Yeah, well, some people, too, when we're talking about it, they aren't, they aren't listening about the Satsuma. <laughs> I think maybe it's, it's to them it's an orange or a tangerine. Yeah, right. Citrus. They know what citrus is, and yeah, you're you're right. Uh, maybe maybe we should always say uh, Satsuma tangerine, and uh, that would be closer. Uh, as as our citrus specialist used to tell me. Uh, oh, you got to turn around and take a look at this. Oh wait. Oh my goodness! Look at that poinsettia. Oh, is that gosh. what you're looking at? Yes. Oh. That red color is on. Yeah, it yeah. blows you out of your water, out of the water. But um, anyway, Julian used to tell me that uh, he was a citrus expert in the valley for extension service. The uh, that uh, all satsumas are tangerines, but not all. But all tangerines are not satsumas. Well, I guess that was kind of a cute deal, but uh, he's got a point. Yeah. So we we might have to start mentioning that more. After we do this for so long, Milton, we start. uh, Do we have Satsumas? Well, there's. Uh, I think there's some. I think so, too, yeah. I think think, uh, Gardner, I think you were targeting consumers for the, for the fruit. Right. Whereas we we maybe do a better job with the gardening gardener. I think so. I hope so. Uh, anyway, I was uh, when I got my gift certificate. Mm-hmm. In the inside, you gotta go inside and get it. It didn't take long at all. No, and they could even mail them out. You can charge it on the phone. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and get a beautiful card. Yeah. And uh, uh, anyway, uh, now put it in the mail for you. One lady that ended up uh, ended up uh, serve, uh, uh, 
taking my money. It was the same girl, Milton, that had that uh, mutated hair. It's not mutated. It was dyed. (laughs) And I told her how nice her hair looked. That was nice of you. I did. But anyway, she was uh, she was sorting through the onions, uh, combining the onions well, that yeah. they have. And the onions are on sale, aren't they? Yeah, and they have a they have a have a uh, a lot of a lot of different uh, varieties of onion. And I, I, with this weather, if this weather keeps up, uh, this is going to be the ideal time to plant onions. Oh, is that right? Okay. Now, the only thing that could sidetrack us is if the onions start taking off growing with all these couple of weeks of nice mild winter weather, and if they start growing, and then we get into a cool spell, cold spell. Oh. Which is signal they stop growing when it gets in the extremely cold stage. And then they think it is time to to flower, bolt. Oh. They're two-year plants. They grow vegetatively the first year, and they float, grow the flowers the second year. So those big onions, the one larger than a pencil, when those cold temperatures come, it, uh, they'll, they'll send up a flower. Because they think they've been through the vegetative stage. He's so pessimistic, isn't he? Yeah. No, I'm realistic. I'm, uh, I'm just telling people what'll happen. But uh, that'll, that's why we say. Uh, but even if they do get exposed and start flowering, you can use them as green onions. But uh, they won't, they won't start flowering until uh, they're ready to bulb. But uh, they've got, I think these varieties that they've got now are more resistant to that. You know, used to, <laughs> we would re- recommend don't plant them until February, into February, late January or early February. And uh, I would scold Dixondale Farms, <laughs> uh, uh, Fra- Frazier and that bunch down there for selling them. In December and uh, in December and earlier, but uh, that hadn't worked out. In other words, I don't think we've had a flowering onion year in I can't remember five or ten years. Yeah, you know, last year we didn't didn't uh, hit a couple. I maybe, I maybe had two or three. Did that flower? Whole, that flower, but uh, not not very many. Yeah. And the uh, past years haven't been a problem either. So I'd go ahead, and the, and the onion you plant now that gets established and doesn't go through that cold temperature going to be the biggest onion you've ever grown uh, because they, they'll have more leaves. The top, number of leaves on top determines the number, the largest, or uh, the size of the onion because the leaves... Are actually the rings of an onion are modified leaves. Well, and another important issue is that I, th- I think it's hard to think about onions being a high fertilizer. Yeah, right. Vegetable because they they just don't look you know they yeah. don't have fancy leaves or anything. <laughs> but uh, they, yeah, if you want maximum production, 
Uh, you want to fertilize them. Prepare your soil. You, you know, do the 10 cups of uh, uh, 1959 to get the soil ready. And then side dress a couple times at least uh, while, while they're growing. What is it, a cup every 100 square feet? No, I, was, I was going. To, I was saying ten cups, ten hundred square feet. Yeah. Okay, but uh, the side dress. Oh, the side dress. Yeah. I, One cup. Or ten. Yeah. Well, two. It's easy to do two cups. Yeah. But uh, one to two cups. If you got if you got a real fertile so- soil, you don't need to do it. Oh no! Here's some more beautiful poinsettias. <laughs> I I hesitate to mention this, Milton. But uh, people must have heard us talking about them because they're coming to buy them. <laughs> uh, I have seen research to show that uh, the use of Osmocote Plus, when you first plant your onions in a copious amounts, will produce a bigger, better onion. Copious amounts. Huh? Copious amounts on well, onions. You've been you, ra- you've been you get away that without without side dressing. Right. Yeah. See, you think about that olive coat is uh, three to four months in the winter. Yeah. And so that's about about right. What's that? All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Give us a call. Did somebody email something to us? Yeah. Debbie. It's almost like spider mice. said one said, wanted to show you guys my December tomatoes that I got from a cutting from a branch off my spring spring celebrity plant tomato. Way to go, Debbie. Thanks for all your information and love the show. And she actually sent us some pictures of a great big tomatoes, celebrity. It looks like tomatoes are good looking. And she ripened them. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. All right. Again, 210-308-8867. But thank you, Debbie. That's nice of you to send it. Um, let's, uh, let's take a quick break and come back in a moment. And uh, if we don't have any calls, we'll finish up uh, what you were talking about with Calvin's and the book recommendations. Okay. All right. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Hey, this weekend or this week looks like it's going to be uh, deck weather. Nice and sunny. Get out on the deck and enjoy it. And if the deck doesn't look like you want it to, or maybe that's even your New Year's resolution to get it looking nice, call Barry Hagendorf at Deck and Patio Care, and he'll take care of it. Go to the website deckandpatiocare.com, and uh, you'll see that before and after picture. Barry is fond of saying. It really can look new again. And they'll show you pictures on the website of 
how it can. You know, Barry does a great job with deck sealing, deck cleaning, deck repair and construction, pebble stone cleaning and sealing, fence treatment, and much, much more. So uh, you can't go wrong, and you'll enjoy either taking care of the deck to make sure it lasts a long, long time, or maybe get it looking good again at Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf, 210-822-9147, All right. <laughs> Our number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Yeah, we're looking at uh, Calvin's Christmas books uh, for gardeners. In today's paper, S.A. Life, uh, page E8, section E8. And um, I was surprised and gratified that the first book that Calvin mentions is Neil Sperry's book. You're a good man, Calvin. Appreciate that. Was that was that Neil's Christmas present from you? I guess, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, well, but it, but uh, the reason I mentioned it is because it's a you know kind of the basic text. Yeah, it's uh it's not the best book for every gardener as a gift, but if you're in a new, if you're new to an area, or you're, you know, you want kind of a basic text to get you started. That's that's the one for you. Yeah, Neil's, I Neil's. I like the, as we've talked about before. I like Neil some of Neil's older older versions yeah. than the than the new one. But it's called Neil Spears Lone Star Gardening by Neil Spear, and I I I get a weekly newsletter that sometimes we use on this program. And um, the last newsletter I got said that uh, the, uh, the post office tells us we can mail those as late as December the 18th. That was Which, yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. Or was it yeah. 19, yeah. For Christmas delivery. So you can't get them delivered. <laughs> You have to order by noon on December the 18th, so you can't get them delivered to you. But uh, and, and they're only sold by Neil, and so you can order them. Maybe maybe you can get a Christmas card. Um, I, I mean a gift certificate, Christmas card. But you can call and talk to them. The number is one eight hundred seven five two. Four seven six nine. That's one eight hundred seven five two four seven six nine, and uh, and they'll probably put your gift certificate, gift card in the mail to send it to wherever you want to, and uh, they'll have it by Christmas. Now the the second. Uh, book listed in Calvin's uh, book re- uh, recommendations is Texas Home Landscaping by Greg Grant and Roger Holmes. And uh, uh, we've talked about that numerous times. And we inter- even interviewed Greg. And, yep. Uh, when we could get him to talk, you know, he's kind of a quiet he's guy. He's so shy. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Calvin's uh, struck by that book. It's, uh, yeah, it's like kind of simple. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's uh, because 
it, it's about landscaping challenges, but it's organized by the challenges. Seems like a simple concept, but it's organized by the challenges rather than by the general gardening yeah, yeah. issues. You know, you you don't have to go through seventy five pages of material to to figure out the odds and ends of how I'm going to address this shady spot. You got there's a chapter on addressing a shady spot in your on your there landscape. You go. And uh, of course, of course, the part uh, part of the reason I really like the book too is that Greg's writing is outstanding. Yeah, and the easy to read. Photography to read. is good, and nobody is up to date on the local plants any better than Greg oh, is. No. So it's it's a it's a great book. Now Greg's I don't know if the editors uh, Greg's Greg's got a, a list of really kind of interesting books. Uh, yeah, gardening heirloom kind of uh, background uh, books, and uh, so uh, yeah, it's, I think I uh, think it's really worthwhile to explore that, and a, and a, a gardener. Uh, we'll really appreciate uh, if you've never read one of Greg's works. Yeah. I think you'll yeah. appreciate it. And I've got exciting announcement to make today. First time on radio in Texas. Oh my goodness! Uh, Greg's second edition of the fruit and vegetable book mm-hmm. will be out soon. Oh, he's got a fruit and veggie book out soon. Okay. And he sent me a, a write-up on it. Said, uh, said, feel free to uh, to promote the updated version, which is now up for pre-order on Amazon oh. and other online outlets. Well, we need to. When does we'll have to look at and see when he, it's going to come out. He, he needs to send us some books so we can he, talk to him about it. <laughs> uh, no. Sure. He, uh, you can pre-order on Amazon, and he gives the uh, they give the uh, the website on, on Amazon. Oh, okay. That you can where to order it from. You can't order it from Amazon. Yeah. Okay. Right. I'm confused. You should be able to order it from Amazon. Right. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. www.amazon.com. Yeah, just search Texas. Dash fruit dash vegetable dash garden. Just search for Greg Grant book. Dash harvest. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's going to remember all the dashes. <laughs> I know. That's why I have plant answers as a website. Yeah. But anyway, but just, so if you want something hot off the presses, there you go. All right. I'm going to. Well, well, we'll get Greg on to talk about his book. You, you don't want him to talk about his book? No. Okay. You want to put that, keep that website? I mean. No, I just go to Amazon.com. Okay. Search for Greg Grant. I'm going to do that right now, and I bet it comes up. Or you can search for Texas dash fruit dash vegetable dash gardening dash harvest. If you can remember all the dashes, you're better than I. Uh, Let's see. What else did I want to say? Okay. Order the books. And also, Calvin mentioned uh that he really likes native texas plants landscaping region by region by sally wasowski wasowski yeah that's a nice irish name isn't it yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. but guess why i like that book Milton. why 
because it's got horse herb in it. Oh. She recommends, highly recommends horse herb as a as a antisonated plant as a ground cover. So that's Sally put herself on the high road with me. And then Sam recommends, uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> Greg, uh, that guy. Yeah, uh, uh, Yeah. Recommends the vegetable book, A Texas Guide to Gardening by the late Sam Cotton. And that's that's a good book. Yeah, that's a ba- kind of a basic. Yeah, Sam put a lot of, because uh, Sam was a vegetable specialist uh, in in San Antonio and for the Winter Garden before I was. But uh, then he left, and he, sa- he said it went to hell after I took over. Vegetable show went out of business. All the vegetable growers moved west because of the city. But uh, Sam was a funny guy and a, a great horticulturist. He loved loved farmers. And uh, loved to be out in the field with them, and watching Ger- Gerald Johnson and myself do the planting, <laughs> <laughs> because I was I was a, a young uh, new guy, so I had to put in the work. And perennial garden color by William C. Welch. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, and uh, I think I think Greg said that they. Uh, Greg helps him with all his updates of his of his book, and I think I've told you how old he is. Bill Welch is yeah. still working for Extension. He's over he's over eighty years old. Yeah, and they uh, yeah he's 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 really he's another one that I, that I like his his writing style and the yeah and heirloom. Uh, he's he yeah. and Greg do a good job together yeah, on heirloom. They do. Gardening. Now, I you you may be wondering where to get some of these books or look through them. Uh, the only gardening magazine left, I guess, is uh, Texas Gardener magazine, and they uh, started by Chris Corby, an extension specialist, and uh, he had he he had. And the people, the new owners have an extensive library of these horticulture books. So, uh, if you want to see what books they have for sale and how much they are, just look up uh, Texas the Texas Gardener dot. Wait a minute, yeah, the Texas Gardener Magazine dot com. I think that's the email address. Or you can, or, or probably, you can do a search you can just for do Google for Texas Gardener Magazine. Yeah. There you go. Nobody ever remembers the dot-coms <laughs> anymore. You just search for the, the title. But uh, they have a, have Greg's books. And uh, I don't know if they have a, have a Bill's books or not. They've got Sam's book, I know. Because Sam used to work closely with it. But uh, that'd be a good place to look for books. Yeah. And then he t- uh, Calvin talks about butterfly gardening for the South by Gaetar. Yeah, I'll go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were such a uh, 
a pronunciator. Well, if I can see the see the writing, I I, I pronounce although I have to admit that <laughs> you know I've given a lot of these be, uh, butterfly presentations and I, <laughs> I mentioned Gaeta. Yeah, we didn't name, do the Gaeta. And there's always somebody in the audience that corrects my. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you you try to give it, you try to say it real fast, or you emphasize <laughs> the way you think it should be emphasized, yeah. and everybody has a little different. <laughs> But uh, but this uh, that book's been around a while. Yeah, and that that's an excellent book. That's it another is. one in the same league with uh, Bills and Greg's. Yeah, and uh, they, have you ever met her? Uh, no, I haven't. She's a beautiful young woman. Yeah. Oh, well, she was young when I met her. Yeah. But uh, it's the perfect basic how-to text to get butterf- a butterfly garden started. And so. Uh, you again. You would probably do a search for butterfly gardening for the South, and the Gaeta is is Chilsky is is spelled G E Y A T A. Now we say Gaeta Chilsky. <laughs> That's pretty good, Kevin. We apologize if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's usually I usually get the emphasis on on the wrong uh, syllable. Yeah, syllable. What uh, what nationality is she? An Indian? I think she has Indian blood. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, that's a great book. <laughs> And she and Kevin mentioned the mother, another butterfly book I'm not familiar with, Butterflies of North America by Jim Brophy and Ken Kaufman. Yeah, Ken Kaufman is uh, is somebody who we've met. Uh, I don't know if we ever met him out at Mitchell Lake, but he's been out at Mitchell Lake uh, a few times, and he, he, he is a co-author of... Uh, Several uh, birding books. Oh, okay. So this book helps identify the many species that live in Texas. Yeah, and uh, we've got, this is one of the best places to, if you're interested in butterflies, it's a good place to live because there's a lot to see here. Yeah. But I always, always I find it interesting, uh, folks that that want to have something a little different, get that caterpillar uh, book. Because most people cannot identify the oh, caterpillars. Yeah, that'd be important. Yeah. And, and, that it, and that's such a, it's a whole <laughs> new important phase or part of the, the understanding and, and raising butterflies. Yeah. And for bird lovers, Kevin recommends Attracting Birds to Southern Gardeners by Thomas P. Polk, Neil Odenwall. And Charles Freiling Jr. Now, you know where all those people are from? The South. The, I thought the South. Uh, LSU. Yeah. They were they were Greg's teachers, Greg Grant's teachers huh. when he was at LSU. And uh, great, great horticulturists and uh, obviously bird lovers. This is great advice on how to make a landscape more desirable to feeding, visiting, and breeding birds. I don't know bird breeding out in my yard. Uh, 
But anyway, all you again, all you have to do is do a look for attracting birds to southern gardeners gardens. Now, I, I, that's an older book too. It is. So uh, if you do a search for it, you may find uh, some good deals on it. Um, I think I, I'm pretty sure Gaeta's uh, butterfly deal is on the Texas Gardener magazine list of uh, books that they sell. And I think I think it's also available from Amazon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, everything available is. from Amazon. But right. anyway. 210-308-8867. Let's take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call. 210-308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery. 1604 on Bull Road on 930 AM. The answer. To Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. 210-308-8867 is our number. And one of the places I like to talk about is BSG Texas or BSG. And it's at BSGTexas.com. And uh, the reason I do is because I, I know these folks and I know Jim. They do a great job over there. And the, the coolest thing, too, is it's a, it's a win-win for you. Uh, in that they use the best equipment for security. They're local, and they uh, do a great job. They have a tremendous history of working in San Antonio. And guess what else? Guess what else they do? They uh, give you the best price you're going to find. In fact, you owe it to yourself if you've been thinking about the um, the uh, if you've been thinking about getting security then uh, you need to give them a call. Plus, they can help you with a wide variety of other things to make your home and life more convenient. So go to bsgtexas.com to learn more, bsgtexas.com, or give them a call at 210-877-1222. That's 210-877-1222 for BSG, and uh, you'll be glad you did. In fact, if you've been thinking about getting a home theater system or something else, or some other conveniences, uh, you really do. You will miss out. You will leave money on the table, and you won't get the best service uh, if you don't call BSG at 210-877-1222. All right, Jerome is up. up. We lost Jerome. Jerome, call us right back. We lost you, man. We lost Jerome? Jerome, we lost you, man. So you didn't hang up on him, did you? No, I don't know what happened. Oh, okay. 210-308-8867. He had a question about avocados, so we're, we were prepared to answer that. Give us a call back, Jerome. Yeah, we sell them here. Okay. The Mexican type, I think. Okay. Uh, looking at Calvin's uh, This Week in the Garden, and he says, uh, Bermuda grass, zorza, and buffalo grass can go dormant in the winter. Uh, now, with the buffalo grass, it's very hard to tell. <laughs> It's very hard to tell when it goes dormant. Uh, I just think it's it's probably more ugly in the uh, uglier in the winter than in the in the spring in and, the summer. And the views of the Jerry that, are purely his own. <laughs> that yeah. way, you know it's dormant. When it really gets ugly looking, that's it's dormant. 
Are long gone, so <laughs> he's the last holdout. Yeah, no. so he's kind of a free hand. Although, no, I take that back. There's some some good gardeners out there. A few of them. Remember, our motto is: oh. there is a place for buffalo grass. That's West, what my buddy Joe Bradbury, who sold grass, used to say: there is a place for buffalo grass. All right. And I would always say, yeah, it's about 150 miles west of here in the desert. But anyway, uh, all these grasses will green up when temperatures warm up, except the buffalo grass. And the rains are adequate in the spring. St. Augustine grass generally requires irrigation every three weeks to survive the winter environment. So is it time to irrigate? St. Augustine, Calvin? It's been three weeks. Well, I think it depends on if you got some soil. But, uh, you know, like in my neighborhood, it is. if you, Because uh, you, you have limited soil reservoir. Okay. There's no, st- there's no storage or uh, surplus. Yeah. It, it, uh, they were talking about it on the news the other day that uh, it's extreme. It's been a, we're it, coming into a, a winter drought. Well, so. I, this whole year has been weird. Uh, we go, we get a, some good rain, but then it, uh, yeah. not even our weeds start coming up, and then <laughs> in our west co- rescue grasses retreated yeah. again. Yeah, horse herbs retreated <laughs> again. I haven't got my pretty green uh, sustainable winter lawn. Is that what you call it, Kevin? Yeah. Well, well that's <laughs> oh, turf. Yeah, we it uh, we I guess we have to think about that more because it is uh, I didn't expect uh, those weeds to be so unpredictable. So do you think it would be smart for me to me and uh, what's our what's our lady's name that loves the buffalo? Uh, Evelyn. Evelyn. Yeah. To water our horse herb to make it green up for the winter. You you might justify it in terms of your uh, your research. There you go. Okay, Evelyn, you hear that? Go ahead and water your horse, sir. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I bet you think that's going to happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> if, if she's going to follow exactly the opposite advice now, if she <laughs> wants that horse herb gone, <laughs> it's gone now. I mean, it's. Uh, I don't see any horse herb, but it, it's coming. It's coming, Milton. It's waiting for the white right. All right. Uh, <laughs> Also, uh, let's see, what was I going to say? And generally, oh, yeah. When we're watering now, are we still on uh, water restrictions? We are, stage one. Surely it's been, oh, well, that's right, the aquifer has to go up. Yeah, we went off, and then we had another spell. Yeah. We went back. Okay, so we're down. So you water on your water day. Uh, from the hours of uh, in the in the morning till uh, there noon. Has, hasn't been much publicity about it. So no, think, no, the people don't think about water. There hasn't been a there isn't a lot of overuse of uh, uh-uh. water. Folks are uh, watering some of their flowers and uh, ve- the vegetable garden, and, it's and they're doing that by the handheld hose. Yeah. 
I'm yeah. still out watered my lawn. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was greening up uh, after the rain we had. And that's back to brown. So, and my uh, landscape plants uh, down the hill that get no water, the uh, plumbagos and the uh, uh, turks caps and those type of things that are in the, in the dry bed, uh, they're, they've lost all their foliage and they're yeah. not not blooming anymore and then uh kevin says now that now that the warm weather annual such as zinnia (laughs) i thought you would know what he wrote yeah i wasn't wasn't sure where the the sentence was going to go it's it's still back in the recesses of his mind you know zinnia's uh, have frozen back, replace them with cool weather blooming plants such as stocks, dianthus, snapdragons, calendulas. And we got some uh, calendulas with buds on them. Oh, yeah. Mine if you've never tried calendulas, this may be a good year to do it. Yeah, mine are doing really well. Oh, yeah. And the, what do they call that? Uh, the, win- the winter uh, marigold? Yeah, I think some people do call. Yeah, it that. it's it's uh yeah. It got a mar- it looks like a marigold flower. Well, and I always uh, I know some folks like it because it warms up the winter yeah. flower garden. And ornamental kale, do not do not eat the ornamental kale because it won't be near as pretty if you start eating it oh, as okay. it would have been if you didn't eat it. Or Alyssum. We haven't mentioned Alyssum, but they've they've had some out here every oh, yeah. now and then. And yeah. that's a sweet-smelling thing, That's too. right. I like Alyssum. And uh, butterflies like Alyssum. Oh, yeah. I like the, I think the white one, when we did the testing on Alyssum, I think that particular Alyssum is a Texas superstar. But when we did the testing on it... Uh, the white one outperformed. There's a purple one. Yeah. And uh, if the weather if the weather is perfect, the purple one really looks good. But it's the the white one is much more versatile. Yeah, it's tougher and it can yeah. take a pretty good freeze. That's right. Or frog. And yeah, and most I'm am t- thinking most winters it doesn't have that snapdragon pause. Yeah. In terms of the blooms. <laughs> and Neil jumped in there with. A question that I have in my yard. Uh-oh. This sounds like I could have written this question. It says, we have a large yard and probably 20 trees. I ain't got 20 trees. In the past, I have blown or rake and raked all the fallen leaves or paid someone to do so. Once or twice, I have even mulched them into my lawn, which we recommend doing. Um, this fall, this fall, due to due to my failing health and financial issues, that's me. Uh, I have been unable to do either. What would be the impact of my of to my lawn if I left them until spring? Now, <laughs> we've talked about this before. Uh. I don't believe this answer is a partic- particularly relevant to our 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 yards. 
because uh, uh, Neil is probably talking about uh, East Texas, where they have a lot of oaks and and trees like that that drop a lot of leaves. And Neil says this is not a good plan. The leaves will pack down over the winter. See, we don't don't have that around here. I've never seen a leaf-packed yard in San Antonio. And 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 trap more moisture within the grass. That will foster fungal diseases and eventually could choke out the grass from excessive shade. That ain't happening in San Antonio. It can also give the lawn unwanted protection from the cold. If a strong cold front comes, were to blow through, it could blow the leaves away and explode, expose the tender grass to freeze damage. That ain't happening in San Antonio. You really need to keep the leaves cleaned up. Perhaps there is a young person who would like to earn a few dollars or a scout or church group who would like to do a good deed. Now, Milton, you know, I have this same problem. I have a problem in mm-hmm. my yard. Yeah. Is that the leaves are have turned red on my uh, Texas red oak, and they're beginning to fall. Mm-hmm. And the only leaves I get to pick up, the dog brings into the house. They stick to the dog. That's funny. And... But when I go out in the yard to rake my leaves... They're gone. They're gone. Um, yeah. It's a miracle. Now, your neighbor has... I have never raked a leaf in my yard. And it's just shocking your neighbors and how many leaves they have. Uh, they, they don't care. It's an act of God. Is there an HOA over there that can complain <laughs> about that? <laughs> But I I don't know it's it's amazing to me this happens every year it's a miracle yeah it's, a, it's an act of God is yeah. what it is that must be some special red oak where the leaves disintegrate <laughs> immediately upon hitting the ground I don't know what happens but they just disappear overnight yeah, no one knows it can't be explained I would love to rake them and so Jeremy could jump in them and oh he'd enjoy that play in them and yeah I could take pictures and. But no, that's I can not just for see me. him forcing Jeremy to go out there and <laughs> yeah. take some, throw some throw some leaves over your head, Jeremy. Yeah, so I can get a good picture, just like we used to do with the blue bonnets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Calvin says you use a bird feeder with a weight sensitive purchase, and suet flavored with pepper. <laughs> And the flavors, they have a bunch of flavors. I, every time I go in the, in the bird store, I uh, stop by the suet and see what flavors they have. I mean, they have strawberry, blueberry, <laughs> raspberry. Well, those, those flavors, <laughs> are, those flavors are for, flavor. the, for the benefit of, uh, of us bird feeders rather, yeah, than, rather, oh, rather than the birds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know the birds... They can't taste those flavors, man. Yeah. You know why? Yes. They don't have no, lips. I knew why. You didn't have to tell me. <laughs> they don't <laughs> have lips. <laughs> but the squirrels do have lips. And they enjoy strawberries and other, <laughs> other suet flavors? Yeah. To attract birds, to but discourage squirrels if you're not feeding them for Christmas, fattening them up for Christmas. 
Expect a wide variety of insect and seed-eating birds. So that's that's a good idea. Uh, and like yeah. a, we need butter butt reports. Uh, <laughs> I, I, when he was talking about the hummingbirds, he didn't, never mentioned uh, Rufus. No, he did mention the I Rufus. mean, uh, red, uh, the red chin thing. The, yeah, the ruby throat. Ruby throat. Ruby throat. Yeah, they're not. I love those. Do you well, still that, have hummingbird action here. at your feeders? Actually, I, do, I haven't seen any for okay. like two weeks. Huh. Uh, Rufus is what I would use. In my neighborhood, there's usually Rufus all winter. Um, but I haven't given up. I still got the and feeders, still feeders out, and so do okay. a number of other neighbors. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was real interested. That would be great, <laughs> great to have a yeah, your ears. Per- I can see it. Your ears kind of perked up when uh-huh. he said that we're still getting... Because they have, at Wild Birds Unlimited, over at Northwest Military and Hebrew, they have the outside, they've got all the feeders, <laughs> and they've got all the things as you drive up so you can see them. And they're full of bird food and birds. Huh. Also, uh, we should ask him the flavors of uh, of the feed he has, of the bur- the flavors of the feed, feed you know. Okay. Uh, also, if you got today's paper on page A3, Metro, you got you see a, on the front page you see a beautiful picture of a of a farm or planting, and it says it's the headline on County Commissioner Tommy Calvert walks in the Bear County Urban Farm after a harvest fair Friday. This harvest included broccoli, cabbage, kale, spinach, and collard greens. All right. David, quit it. Uh, but it shows a picture of him walking in there. Of David. And that's David Rodriguez. That's what he I also got a picture of David Rodriguez uh, picking the, harvesting the, the crop. He's above so, and below the fold? Yeah, yeah. He's got his mask on. And uh, you know, we thought he had passed away after the wedding, but uh, he's he's still going. Apparently so. <laughs> Rumors of his uh, death are highly exaggerated. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, listen, we're going to begin to say goodbye for today. But gather up those questions. Tomorrow's going to be a beautiful day. Today's really nice. Enough. Now all the clouds yeah, are burned off. And it's pretty. Take advantage of those half-price poinsettias here at Mill Burgers, like lots of other folks. I'm Milton Glick. I'm the Docks. Thanks to Al for doing a great job. Twenty-nine cent Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow.